Hello and welcome to the Avapado Cast. This is episode six, Visual Management. So we've all agreed that things that we can't see are almost, almost impossible for us to understand, almost impossible for us to take management of, almost impossible to lead with right because we've gotten better now we're sharpening we're sharpening our own saws here just a bit with things like vision and mission but vision interestingly has an an interesting parallel to today's episode right vision it takes us some time to carve out and put to words where are we going but visual management is about not where we're going it's about all around us right now today our as is our current condition. What is all around us right now? Because part of visual management in, in, in becomes this, this, this belief that things that we can see are things that we can lead. And one of the challenges for us as senior leaders is for us to develop our, our eyesight. Right, the book um, "Learning to See," uh, you know, again, reference to value stream mapping. How do we see the work? Now we're moving into something that's a bit more tangible now here with visual management, because the elements for visual management, in most ways, are all around us right now. They're in the facility. They're in the office. They're on the wall. Sometimes they're on the floor. Maybe part of it's on the ceiling. We're going to get to that. But we want to understand from a strategic leadership perspective that there's many things for us that require our ability to see. And that's what this episode's really focusing on um, is to, for us to amp up our ability to see things for what they are. So, we talk about lean thinking. Lean, of course, is the removal of waste from business processes, right? That's what the Wikipedia says. You go out there and you Google, what is lean? Lean's removal of waste. And that that's true. That's true. But what I also wish it said, and I don't know, maybe one day I can make a submission to the Wikipedia. More importantly, lean thinking, lean leadership makes problems visible. And there's our hitch to today's topic. Lean makes problems visible. And that's uniquely true of all of the lean tools, all 12 of the disciplines. Now, we're going to talk about just one of those here today, and that's visual management. In fact, if you look at the House of Lean and the 12 tools that comprise uh, lean thinking, what Toyota's answers were to Toyota's problems with building cars. One of the fundamental pieces, one of the foundational pieces is visual management because they recognize that there is, you know, a whole bunch of opportunities with that in itself. Human beings receive 80% of our information. Sometimes it's even more. 80% of our information comes purely through our eyes. And that's the challenge for us in our business mindedness in our roles and responsibilities and accountabilities of being senior leaders, do we see 
into the business? Can we see what the opportunities are? Can we make what are most essential, most important for us? Can we make our problems with making X, with providing X visible? And that's the key piece. So it's not just about signboards and, and, and placards and things. Those are all helpful. That's entirely true. What we want to do is we want to be able to, to activate our minds and our eyes to see through all of the settings and the environments that we currently work in and reside in to look for problems related to process and systems. And there's a couple of things we're going to be looking, there's, there's a couple of veins we're going to be using here. We're going to be, we're going to be looking for the absence of evidence, meaning is there, is there something there that's not, that's a, that should be there that's not there to help control what's going on, control the processes, control the activity, control the placement. We'll talk about the absence of evidence, but then we're also going to talk about the evidence of absence. And that's where we have systems already in play, already in use, partially. They're like half-baked. They're things that are should be working better than they are. Maybe they were, you know, well-purposed when they were originally rolled out. Think of, you know, layout plans for where we store things. Think of, um, you know, flow charts for how things are supposed to run, but we don't look at them or the users don't look at them. So it becomes an evidence of absence. We're going to talk more about that. But one of the things we want to start with first is what's the primary, what's our primary objective in, in any organization, especially if we're, if we're making stuff? Yes, it's safety. Yes, always, always, always safety. I want to tell you a quick story about safety. So I had a client, this is a few years ago, they shall go nameless to protect the innocent. Uh, they asked me to come in to do a review of their management system. So I said, great, I'd be happy to. So I, I, I um, got, hopped in the car. It was a couple hour ride from where I live and uh, we arrived on site. And basically, it was just a fly on the wall. And so came in, met with their management team, and then just proceeded to follow them around during their normal daily routine. Now, I'll say this, this particular client's site uh, I'll call them a manufacturer. They were a print house is what they were. They made uh, a lot of commercial grade and commercial scale and scope print jobs. So big stuff, big facility, hundreds of employees, multiple shifts, tons of equipment, um, you know, and been around for, for a number of years. So we're walking through the print house, the facility. And again, I'm just walking around and just listening and watching, right? I have my eyes turned up to full power. I'm just taking in everything that I can see about their management system. So we're walking the shop floor, the Gemba, while we're reviewing a number of production boards and things. And then we get to the production meeting. So uh, there's about, I think, eight or nine managers in my memory. And they're all sitting across from this big room, like an obeya room, almost a pretty, pretty proper obeya room. Big room, uh, lots of boards on the wall showing a variety of pieces of information, charts and diagrams and, um, you know, lists, action lists and things like that. You know, good stuff. And the meeting starts. And I vividly remember this because I've told this story a few times before. 
but I vividly remember the meeting starting. The meeting lasted a total of 28 minutes. And so uh, they just ran through it. Again, I'm just sitting there, I'm taking notes, I'm listening, and I'm watching. And the meeting rolls on and it completes. And at the end of the meeting, the plant manager says to me, well, Christian, that's the end of our production meetings for the day. What do you think? And I'm sitting there and I'm, you know, I have my notes in front of me, you know, maybe a page or so of notes. And I look over at the eight or nine folks in the room, all this, you know, at this point, they're the senior managers, department heads, and, and uh, even, the, even the, the president of the company happened to be along uh, this particular day. And I asked them a simple question, and this was not a loaded, uh, you know, consultant type gotcha question. I simply said, what's your number one priority? What's the number one priority of this company? And they sat back and they're looking at each other like I'm trying to like I'm trying to sting them. And I really, truly wasn't. And they're looking at each other and the production manager goes, well, of course, it's safety. It's safety. And they all start nodding. Yeah. Yeah. Like they agree. Like we're, like we're in a we're in a, we're in an episode of The Family Feud and we're all happy with the response that, you know, the player ha has made. We're, yes, it is. It's safety. And I said, okay, great. And I said, that's a great answer, but that's not what shows. I said, I took a note here and I said, safety as a topic was not discussed until, and, and this is absolutely true, I vividly remember this, until 15 minutes into the meeting. Safety was not discussed as a topic. And here we, here's our tie-in to, to the episode. Visually, on the visual management piece, it was, it was the fifth board over. It was board number five on the wall, buried amongst the schedule and the plan and maintenance and a whole bunch of other things. Safety visually, safety of the folks was the fifth panel. So visual management can tell you an awful lot about how and what and to what quality or to what degree is going on. Now, in this case, we can clearly see, and the story showed, and again, my review showcased to them that safety was not their priority. And you know what? They were the only ones that were probably fooled into believing that. I'm sure if we were to poll the hourly group, the workforce, the men and women who are working so hard out there printing the work, that they would probably say, no, safety is not our number one. It's all about production. And that's one of the challenges. Now, can there be in an organization, let's get real here just for a moment, you know, is production number one? Production surely is a priority. But if we're going to say, if we're going to have a culture, if we're going to keep in place and we say, well, safety of our people is a core value, one that we espouse, then surely it has to show. And if it doesn't show, as in this case, as in this story, then we have a problem. And again, that's what we're looking for, are the absence of evidence, okay, which wasn't the case in the story. Evidence of absence is what we saw in this particular story. So there's huge power in just taking a look from a very objective point of view, from a sterile, static point of view, what is going on? 
Now, some of the other questions that we can ask as we walk through the plant or as we move through um, our different areas of responsibility, could, again, could be an office setting, could be sales, could be marketing, could be um, you know where planning is taking place, it could be accounting, uh, any part of the business. The simple question is, as you move through, as you walk into the space where this work is occurring, right, where the value-added activities are occurring, are we ahead or are we behind? That's a simple question. Do we know? Is there anything that tells us whether something is working in our favor, you know, impacting the business in a positive way, or it's not that we're falling behind? And then if we do have things showing, and, and bravo if you do, if we don't, opportunity, right? It's opportunity for us to do something different. If we do have things are showing and we go, yep, we know we're on track and things look good, what's the trend? Are we nose up for the year to date? Or are we, you know, we could still be having a good day or a good week, but we're still nose down overall. So a second question, a second follow-up would be, what's the trend? Can we see what's going on? Simple, even simpler questions. You know, and I've seen organizations over the years struggle with the simplicity of this. Is everybody here? Now, I know that sounds, you know, almost ridiculous. You think, well, how can we, you know, of course, everybody's here. Of course. Well, we want to ensure that they are. I had another client who shall go nameless, uh, a multi-billion dollar client, uh, one of their very largest facilities. And uh, this was a couple years ago now, so this would have been like uh, 2017 or so. Had the privilege to get inside of them, and they were, again, having some issues with production and management. And I spent the day, actually, I spent several days working with the shop floor uh, managers. And it took them, I, I kid you not, it took them typically 40 minutes each day after the day had started, after the shift had started, 40 minutes to actually know if they had the people that they had planned on having in the building, if they were in the building. Yeah, uh, th this is for real. So they would spend the, you know, the shift would, shift change happened because they had a multiple shift operation of kind of a flying, flying shift where the equipment is not powered down. The next shift comes in, the shop floor managers are walking through the plant for the very first 30 minutes for sure, 40 minutes, very much, very average, normal time to ensure that the staff that they needed was actually in the building. Now, here's the irony with this, because behind the scenes and before the folks actually got into the building, the, the hourly folks, they went to a clock and actually punched in. So there was electronic timekeeping. But here's the deal. In their world of operations, the timekeeping report was owned by the timekeeper, and that manager did not come in until after the 8 o'clock hour. That report wasn't available until then. I'm not making this up. Can we see problems with our systems, with our processes that are impacting the business in a either positive, a favorable, or an unfavorable way. Is everybody here? Oh, my word. And then we can dive deeper into it and ask, are we on time? What's the quality 
of the work as it's moving through the facility. Are we moving at the right pace, the right volume in this hour? Sometimes we have hour by hour boards. Um, you know, those things are fantastic if they're in use. Are we using that? Do we have gauges both locally, meaning shop floor, regionally, meaning by department, or national type news, think of local, regional, national type news, that allows us to see how well the business is doing everywhere in, in, our, in the departments that we have a responsibility and accountability for, but also other areas too. It shouldn't be a mystery, right? It shouldn't be a standard that we can't understand when we walk through another manager's or another superior's department that we can't understand what's going on. Are they on time? What's the quality? How much is moving through? Is everybody here? What equipment is running and is supposed to be running? Is there good flow? Have there been interruptions? What's our current performance versus the target? And again, it might be something is appropriate. Maybe we do need to have an hour by hour uh, visible uh, gauge that shows us, are we successful? Yes, no. And then we can get down even to more the, the more basic things. Do we have stuff in the right location? Think about that. Do we have equipment, tools, resources, consumables, even, even the, the tools themselves, standard work, the flow chart, the picture diagram, signboards, lettering, color codes and indicators, is the stuff, all of that stuff, is it in the right location? Is it informing people to do the right thing? Yes, no. And that's on us, right? That's incumbent on us as senior managers to be able to see and maintain and oversee our systems. What can we see? Now, I've had the privilege of being in Japan several times, and we did a stop at a company. Uh, they, were, they were a Panasonic company and met with the CEO and some of their senior staff. We also met with a number of the hourly workers, too. And uh, we were there to actually see their 5S system. Okay, so a piece of 5S, you know, the 5Ss are, you know, sort, set in order, shine, standardize, and sustain. And uh, I mean, super cool place, very, very nice, uh, interesting story. Uh, and I'll spare you going into all the 5S details. But one thing that struck me in that particular visit was they believe their 5S system, their system of keeping things orderly and neat and prep prepared in order to do work, their system of management went to the curb. So their 5S system took into account what things were visually managed from the curb. This is outside the building. This included the parking lot and the entryway. Why? And they spoke to this because that's our Gemba too. The values of the company that we want to show the world begin there on our property line and extend inward all the way through to the workstations, all the way through to the walls, all the way through into the tool boards, all the way through into the metrics hanging on the wall. Blew my mind. It blew my mind. At the level of detail that you can take visual management, do we show what we believe? And there's huge power in that. 
huge power. The, the ability to master things that are around us in a physical way, to make them visually something easy to use. We want their, the tools and the resources and the systems, they have got to be designed for the ease of use. Otherwise, why have them there, right? I can't tell you how many facilities I've been and the, the grimy 5S uh, you know, posters are hanging on the wall with the, with the turned up yellow corners. And there's no belief in the system at all because we have managers that walk past these things day over day. And what are they doing? They're not seeing the problems. They're not even aware. And things that senior managers walk past become standards. Yes, the standards that we walk past the conditions that we walk past become the norm, become acceptable. We go, yep, that, it's just the way it is. Yep, we have things, that room over there is a mess, things are disorganized and there's really no flow and we've got, well, you know, there's some safety issues over there. Be careful. Uh, we, those things that we have managers, senior managers walk past become the standard. Now here's the inroad. Managers get stuff done. And we're going to talk about this in, in future episodes. But the, the difference between managers and leaders is that leaders need to show us how, right? They need to show us, they need to break through. They need to discover things about the business. They need to see things about the business that previously were unseen. Do we have evidence that we need something? The absence of evidence. Do we have evidence of absence? There was at one point a system of here for us to manage how we store stuff on the shelves or when we replenish the consumables here, the handy wipes, the spray, the whatever. What are we doing about these things now? Now. Now, I had a chance to walk through uh, another facility while in Japan. There happened to be a true Japanese sensei teacher um, that was uh, coming along with us. And he helped lead this particular tour in this facility. And as we're walking through, there was a, there was a dialogue going on between uh, that man and that, that particular plant's leadership. And they asked him to point out things because they felt that their, some of their management systems weren't very successful. And it was kind of a mixed bag. It was a good, there were parts of the plant were very nice, other parts of the facility that were, well, let's just say they had opportunities. And as he was walking through, he starts uh, going along. He says, sure, okay, I can do this for you. And he's walking ahead of the group. And he is pointing at things and he starts to yell, cat dog, jug job, cat dog, dog job. And he's pointing both high and low, low things that are down you know, near the workstations, cat dog, dog job. And I'm walking with my Japanese colleague, my, my uh, logistics coordinator, Kyoko is her name, wonderful lady. And I'm like, Kyoko, what is he saying? And she says to me, Christian, I don't know. Cat dog, dog job. And he's pointing at things in, with an angry face. And he comes to a stop and our, our, entire, our entire tour group is, is a bit curious now. Like, Sensei, what are you saying? What, we don't understand. And he points one more time. He says, cat dog, dog job. And then he pauses and he smiles. And he said, what I'm telling you is cat job, dog job. There were too many items that were out of place. 
Dogs and cats reside on the floor. Tools and parts and pieces and, and any part of the product do not belong on the floor. Other parts were stored way over top of people's heads where cats could get up and sit. Too high, unsafe, not easy to access. And that was his point. For us, do we have cat jobs, dog jobs, or do we have things that are just completely impossible for us to see because they're not there, the absence of evidence? Or do we have systems that are there that require us to look at them again, polish them up, repurpose them to make them more effective and easier to use? The evidence of absence. Your leadership is all that's required to bring power to the use of visual management. May you enjoy the power of new vision to see in, to look at time and quality and the volume and attendance and what's running and what's not and flow and where are we at you know, in our current condition to target that you can convey these things to your people. And may you inspire those you serve.